This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot in your sights, and lag! You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash The voice of South Yorkshire and North Derbyshire. BBC Radio Field. Here's Odijay trying to get the better of Risa. Using good body strength in towards Howard. Down he goes and Barnsley claiming a penalty there and Martin Atkinson not giving it. Big, big decision right at the end of the game in added time. Adijay goes up for it. Away by Carragher. Howard's there once more. Still it's Howard. Still going. Oh yes! He's won it! Cross here, but uh, Van Hummer has come up as well. That is a diagonal cross. It is on a chain.
Big Hammer. And inside he comes, that's what he wants to do! Oh, that is wonderful! He just loves this place! Another stunning goal from Adam Hammer of Barnsley! Again, the big player for Barnsley, the big build-up. We're looking at him to deliver, to produce. Paul Eckebottom just behind him, they're right behind. And my word, has he produced. What an absolute outstanding finish this is. He knows exactly where he wants to put it. This is a player at the top of his game, enjoying his football, enjoying his life. Look at that. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Mason. He's Carlo van der Watering, and you're listening to The Reds Report, sponsored by Opium Indy Bar on the Vibe Barnsley. Another away clean sheet and three points are thrown the Reds right in the automatic promotion mix. We'll dissect Saturday's victory over Accrington Stanley and listen to what Reds boss Daniel Stendhal thought after the game. Eddie Moses joins us to talk filming the greatest story ever told and the night's back with the squad and more. We'll do battle in the time tunnel, look ahead to Doncaster Rovers at home. All this and more on the Reds Report sponsored by Opium Indy Bar, live on the Vibe, online through the MyTuner and TuneIn Radio apps. Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. The Red Report is back Wednesday afternoon on the Vibe Barnsley. Chris Mason, Carlo van der Watering. Carlo, a lot to talk about. A uh, few touchy subjects that we'll get into after we've dissected Accrington Stanley away. Um, you look back at Saturday, a lot of praise for the manager at the weekend because of the way that he attacked the second half in the fact that we were under the cosh a little bit. We got we got our noses in front. I think undeservedly as well during that first half. I think Accrington will feel a bit hard done by that the goalkeeper that came in on loan who did himself uh, very good. He did did very good for himself at the weekend, didn't he? But you look at that Accrington could have had a couple of goals themselves. They didn't. We got into it a bit of class up front from Moore and Woodrow. What we've been missing, I personally think, and we talked about that on Twitter. And Barnsley went ahead in, into half time and second half. The manager just showed what he was all about, didn't he? Yeah, I think stats don't lie. Um, they they are hard to beat at home. Biggest attendance, you know, everything everything was ready for a, you know a really really good match of football. Um, yeah, played well. You know, withstood some of the pressure, especially early on. And I think when that keeper, who it's sort of like that Luke Steele situation, who comes in for mm-hmm, a week and yeah. then goes again, um, makes a good save, I think that brings confidence. Because suddenly, I suppose as a player, you're thinking, who is he? Is he any good? They've only trained once, yeah, which was the, the day before. Um, you know what? Good goal. Then going down to, 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 uh, to 10 men. Tactically, absolutely spot on, isn't it? You know, you, you don't know if you got ten. You don't know you've got ten men if if you're in possession of the ball and you're going forward. And I think you think they found it harder, Carlo Accrington, the fact that Barnes went down to ten men because they came in for a lot of criticism, Accrington as well, that they they were looking to get a Reds player sent off often throughout it, the game. Yeah, I think if you saw it, and, and I'm sure. Um, Kyle will agree and, you know it, that was the only thing that left a bitter taste in my mouth as soon as that you know the, the, the foul the second one uh, by Zeki Friars players around you know we don't need to tell a referee what to do he knows who's been booked doesn't he yeah and I just think as a referee I'd say move otherwise I'll give you a yellow personally and you know to me, I don't, it was a silly foul I don't think anything was meant by it I think there should have been a card early early on in the match when was it on Mowat or whatever when they yeah. stood on his foot yeah, and, yeah. and that was very you know so I just think I, I would have liked to see the referee put the I could just stay the players you know just to, to go back a bit and say to Zeki Fries listen you do that again I have to send you off don't I just keep you calm you know but, listen, but the rest can't it. win in that respect can they because then obviously their manager they yeah. come out after the game and said, "Well, listen, we've we've lost the game there two 0 They should have been down at ten men, and it, it would have changed the game. Obviously, it didn't change the game, but you, the refs the refs are in a very hard situation. It, it, it's a difficult situation, under. and their manager afterwards in his press conference sort of blamed his own player, saying, "You know, we, we we didn't use that situation very well. We started lumping it up front." He says, "When you've got." probably the two or three tallest central defenders in this league, they're just going to get the ball and, and, and Barnsley's going forward again. So I think things things just worked. I love and but I know I love the fact of the, you know let's let's take Mowat off and let's put you know Jacob Brown up there with him. Because 
That's the way to do it, isn't it? If you're going to attack and you've got the ball, it's so much easier when you've got 10 men than when you're trying to defend because they'll move that ball around and will flow, they will always find that spare player. But good result. And, you know, it, it, it's the confidence must well, be sky high. I was going to say that. And it's about getting players like Jacob Brown minutes, isn't it? On the, um, you know, Jacob Brown's getting minutes, he's coming on. In getting a, getting a chance to play in a game where Barnsley are under pressure, so he's learning all the time, isn't he? He's not playing a game where the Reds are four 0 up or the the three 0 up, and it, the game wasn't comfortable when he came on. He was on there to do a job, and in the end, it did the job for Barnsley because they were able to split the they were to split split Accrington, get pots in. Good shot from the midfield. The goalkeeper saves, and Kiefer Moore will not uh, have an easier finish, Carlo, will he? No, and you know what? How good is it? It's it, 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 like you said in your intro. Woodrow at first we wondered whether he existed or not we know he exists because on his debut in the cup he scores debut in the league he scores Moore gets a goal as well so we've got two strikers I'd say reasonably high in confidence that you know they, they can do the business I think Kiefer Moore is, is probably one of the best league one sort of strikers Oh, he's, um, he's, he's, I think he is the one because we've, we spoke about it last week he's at a level where he doesn't get bullied when he does get knocked about he gives it back and he scores goals all different types of goals headers he, he, and he, he can score an easy header the, the header against Southend, you know, it, oh, sorry, was it Bristol Rovers or Southend? I can't remember now. Southend, South where he's, yeah. he's in there with six players and managed to get ahead to it and score a bullet of a goal. He, all different goals from Kiefer Moore, and I think moving forward, he's the captain for me. Yeah, and I think as well, he, he, the good thing about Kiefer is he, he can shoot, he can head, and I think what we'll see more as well, he, he, he can act as a foil for the defence yeah, to, yeah. yeah. to give space to Woodrow. Captain's material, definitely. If we could He's a leader, keep, isn't he? Yeah, if we can keep hold of him in January, that is, of course. We, well, we spoke about that last week, and I think we'll probably talk a bit more about that as we come back from from the, our Christmas Christmas break, because obviously January will be back and, and running then, Carlo, won't it? But we, we spoke on the phone, I think it was last Thursday or Friday, and we spoke Monday as well, and we, we said that Moore and Woodrow, this is the missing piece of the jigsaw for us, where Phil Hall uh, tweet, re- replied to the tweet and said, it's about the team, but we understand it's a team game, but... It's been a long time since Barnsley have had a, a partnership like this up front, and this is what gets you out of the division, isn't it? Yeah, this is our Sheringham and Shearer, isn't it? This is our SAS kind of thing. Right, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Moore and Woodrow, and then backed up by, I still say, one of the best midfields. I saw a tweet today about the you know the League One team so far this season, and the only player that was in there for Barnsley was Alex Mowat. Which is understandable. I get, but I, you know, I don't know. I think you know. Um, He's eight out of ten every week, mate, without a shadow of a doubt. Ethan and Pinnock, you know, yeah, oh yeah. Stats, Liam Lindsay, you know. Oh if, yeah. If he's playing, we we sort of tend to. But you know what? Um, it is what it is. I think we're backed up by a very creative yeah. a midfield that's got energy to burn. If 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 the EFL said, you know, for this for this Saturday, for one Saturday only, it's going to be a hundred minute match, fifty minutes. It won't bother Barnsley players because no, I think they're so not. fit. And yeah, it just everything seems to be going our way. And I think Woodrow was just that missing piece of the puzzle. Although I think another piece needs to be filled in, which we'll talk about later on. And we, we said it earlier before we went on air. I think we might have to look for a goalkeeper because obviously with Walton yeah. injured, that leaves us quite light, doesn't it? It certainly does. And we, we talked about the strikers, me and you, because it's as if the club identified the fact that we knew Tom Bradshaw was, was going to go eventually. The club identified it and now it's slotted in nicely for them, hasn't it? It took a few months, but now it looks as if they've got the team. When, when he picks the team now, I, I, I dare say he knows his best 11 and you, you'll very rarely see him deviate from that, Carlo. No. I completely agree, and I think whatever we're going in these cup competitions as well, because obviously we've got the FA Cup, we're still in the uh, the checker trade. We've also now got a little bit of strength in depth where we can put a completely different team out that at, at that level or that opponent can can still compete. So I think you know things are going really well, and barring any injuries, this is now the time. I said it last week. These three games are key. Now we've done Accrington, which to be honest, I think is one of the harder ones. Doncaster at home should see us get another three points. Sunderland away, you know, I know what Sunderland are playing, but like you said, you know, they've, they've dropped points, they've, they've had frailties. draws, and I think the confidence in, in Barnsley at the moment, you know, Sunderland will be very, very much be the favourites for that one, and Barnsley away from home, you're not going to bet against, are you? No, six on the bounce for Barnsley, and obviously won a penalty shootout win. Um, I asked you the other day about Sam Winall and the fact that we've missed a striker like Sam since his days at Barnsley, when we were in League One, when he scored a dozen goals before Christmas in the Championship, that's behind us now, isn't it, because we seem to have got now a front two that we can definitely rely on. Oh, definitely. Sam who? Yeah. yeah um, no. I think Woodrow, completely different strikers. Both have, you know, different attributes that, that, that will help us. Of course, Keith, 
you know, Keefe has got the height, he's got that sort of bullying. I think Woodrow, the silky skill, the shooting, it is. It's a good time, finally, again, to be a Barnsley fan, isn't it? Another good time is I know he got sent off at the weekend, did Zeki Fryers, but he's kept Pinellos out of the game at the weekend, and Pinellos has come on. We've got two very good left backs as well, and I think that people have. Pinellos came into a no win situation um, in January, brought in by Hickingbottom. Well, it, when he was uh, the Messiah of Barnsley, people said he wasn't brought in by Hickingbottom, but I'm, I'm still not having they didn't have any say on transfers coming in. But um, he was brought into a no win situation, Pinellos. He got caught out a lot at that level, but now he's dropped down a level. He shows it, he's showing his qualities, isn't he? And that can only benefit the player. Also for Zeki, because he's been injured a lot, Zeki, wherever he's gone. And if he gets minutes under his belt at League One, that's only going to help them in the step up, isn't it? If Barnsley achieve the ultimate goal of promotion come uh, come May time. Absolutely. I think what's helped Zeki Fryers get in is the fact that we're still in these cup competitions and Standall not being afraid to play younger players. Obviously, it was the injury. Um, it was uh, Hedges, wasn't it? That came, when it was the injury to Pinellos, it was Hedges that played there, which I don't think is sort of like a natural position for him. No. But while ever you've got two derived forms, if you talk about Pinellos and Friars, that's great because the one that does best in training and is coming on the most will get the minutes on yeah. the pitch. And that is that has been the danger for us in the past where you could put your first 11 on and say, there you go, these are a team. If nobody's being pushed... And I think in every position now, if you look at the midfield, wide players, you know, you could, you could potentially argue that Hedges should get a run or, or you know, all to get a run. And, but then who do you take out? And who is pushing Hedges to, you know, to get on that score sheet? Because obviously we are 4-4-2 and Potsy on the wing. We seem to be doing all right, aren't we? So, um, yeah, goalkeeping, I think, is the only one where we could do with a bit more pushing. Nothing against Adam Davis, but I think he can be, yeah, I think he can be even better than what he is now. And that will only benefit Adam Davies as well, won't it? Agreed. And just a quick word on Jack Walton. Disappointing for the young lad, isn't it? That he's out while January. And I mean, I said to Kyle before we come on air, I don't think we'll see him again this season. I think there's a lot of recovery in the injury that he's had. There will be. And I was, um, if, you, if you saw the highlights after the Accrington match, Jack Walton was just stood next to like, the tunnel or where the players went off, hugging every player. And he went straight up to Jordan Smith. Knee, I think, was in a brace. I, I, I just can't. And I... I Listen, he was injured anyway, but I, I still look back at that evening against Bradford. Last 10 minutes, we had, you know, we, we could have made a sub. And it can't have helped that he had to take, I, I can't believe, he had to take goal kicks. And I'm not, I'm not being critical here, but we, if you've got a keeper that's injured, I know there's 10 minutes, you know what, somebody else could have got injured. But it's such, you're winning, just... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just think, would it have been any easier maybe or was the injury done? But surely when somebody's in pain, even if he doesn't want to come off for his own benefit and his own well-being, you got, I think it was greater X that was on the bench, you know, give him 10 minutes at home. But, you know, yeah, it, you it know, is what it is. I, 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 I honestly hope that Jack Walter makes a full recovery, a speedy recovery, because from what I've seen, at this moment, he's the one to, you know, to, to nick that jersey off Adam Davies. Certainly, and moving forward, definitely a Barnes and one for years to come, and hopefully we'll get to see that as Jack Walton gets back from recovery. You were speaking earlier about things that we that we, we that we pushed for, and that's a, a bit of a segue, but things that need pushing out. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's a touchy subject, but the abuse of Cavari and Tiam at the weekend. Now, people are saying, well, I didn't hear it, I didn't hear it, but it was certainly heard at the weekend. Um, why is it happening amongst our own supporters? A tweet from, I think it was Chris on uh, on Twitter, wasn't happy with what he heard from our own supporters and Cavari replied with an emoji. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, and he uh, he's taking it on his back, which he shouldn't have to do. And why, why is it happening and, and why? Because I've been in away ends and players of different eth- ethnicities at Barnsley and I've never heard it. But for some reason this season, these two players seem to be in for a bit of flack from the fans, especially away from home. I can... I, I, I honestly, and I know I'm a foreigner, I, 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 I don't understand it. Because to me, and it might be really simplistic, when they put that jersey on with that logo on their chest, mm-hmm. the Barnsley players, and I don't care if the black, blue, pink, yellow with green dots, whatever they are, the Barnsley players, and we back them. And if they give 100% on that pitch, that's all we ever want to see. And I've always said, if Barnsley give 100% but we're beaten, then we've been beaten by a better team, that will happen. For idiots to get on the back and use that sort of language against your own players, I seriously wonder, why would you spend the the money to go and do that? It's the terminology that's been used as well. Exactly. Some of the words being thrown around. um, And you you know what? And I know it it may be far-fetched, and if it is, or the cause is abused, I'm sorry. But you know what? If somebody comes in for uh, Cavari, let's say in January, another club likes what they've seen, blah, blah, blah. If fans get on on him, 
you might just say, you know what? Why should I have to put up with it? It's it's a problem, isn't it? And it's a problem that needs to be stamped out and needs to be stamped out quick. And if you're a fan and, and you hear it, say something. Because I, I dare say that 99.9% of our fans love the Barnsley players. We're third in League One. We're on an unbeaten run of I don't know how many matches. We go home, we go away, expected to get the points. Why would you abuse one of your own players? Just to finish before we go to the break and Stendhal's post-match now. interview. Um, is there a fear among supporters to say something for the backlash that they would probably receive in the ground at the time? There probably is. And we need to sort it. And we need to sort it quick. The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium. The number one indie bar in Barnsley. Daniel, uh, 2-0 victory today. What did you make of your team's performance, first of all? Uh, as I think um, in the first half, we were, or I was not, not really um, satisfied. Uh, we wanted to play better press and uh, we, we was too far or too much uh, gap between the lines and uh, that was the reason that we not too much um, too much interception in the first half and um, and we had a lot of counter situation they, they were not used in the first half um, it was important that we with the with the best uh, uh, I think uh, attacking and in the first half we scored one and then was for us uh, as a game in the second half you seem to get better as the first half went on you seem to grow into the game get better yes yes uh, we, we can do it uh, better yes uh, uh, okay the, the game in Eckringen with uh, the, the and the, the narrow uh, pitch and, and, and the stands and the, the supporters and uh, uh, the manager team is uh, uh, very uh, especially um, atmosphere and uh, we showed today we can play against uh, this atmosphere and uh, this was important and uh, uh, I think when we play better we can more score well, we had a lot of good situations to score, but the, the last pass was not the best. Um, for me, it's the, the best, the, the passion today. And uh, that we need in, in, in uh, uh, some games uh, like this. And um, yeah, my team can, it, can do it. Paulie took his goal well in the first half when it came. Didn't have too many chances, but, but when he got the chance, he took it well. Yeah, it was very, very keeper, uh, uh, directly passed inside and uh, Cody scored uh, like like last week, it's important for us, the, the one and uh, um, I'm happy that he scored and uh, I think he is self-confident is more and more and more for the next games and uh, we need it and in the end uh, our uh, second striker also scored and it's good for for. for for the self-confident for our striker. The red card for, for Zeki Fryers, what, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, it was not the best decision. I wanted him more uh, attacking in front in this situation. Maybe his tent is better. Um, um, and, and we win this game and he give his best and the player that come in or substitute after after the red card uh, give your best and uh, yeah it's uh, it's good for, for for our team for team spirit that we uh, can uh, play with difficult situations or in difficult situations and uh, we we closer together and uh, yeah this is uh, um, yeah very, very important for, for our team, for our goal. You seem to take control in the second half and that when you were down to 10 men, that you couldn't tell that you were down to 10 men. It, it still seemed quite even. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 um, uh, that's how we changed our formation a little bit. We, we want to, uh, we, we substitute, um, um, Jacob Brown, we want two striker to to attacking. We want not to stand too deep, and uh, and our uh, three 
defense midfielder played very well in this situation. Uh, a lot of runs, a lot of uh, duets win, and uh, um, our back four today was a very good performance. Every time fighting, duets in the head, not, not really uh, easy to, to defending, and uh, we do it today, and that was the, the key to win this game. A little word on, on Jordan Smith, your goalkeeper. Um, it might be his only game for Barnsley, but a clean sheet. He, he, he did well today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, we talked about this uh, in the dressing room uh, soon, and uh, our player uh, was clutching. Applause. Um, standing, no, not standing ovation, but uh, yeah. let's say, oh, very well, yeah, applause uh, for, for a very good performance in a not so easy situation. And um, he trained yesterday the first time with, uh, with us, and uh, today he played and clean sheet. It's the best to reside for, for him and for us, and uh, we uh, are very happy that he can play for us today.
the fans. The vibe. We're back on the Red Report. Chris Mason, Carlo van der Watch. In time for a bit of time tunnel now. Kyle joins us in the studio and he's going to read out firstly three clues for me. Well, one well, clue. The tell, and then play a song that was number one at the time. I've got to guess the year and then we'll reverse the roles and we'll do the same what I've prepared for Carlo. I'm tuning up in this as well so you need to start clawing a bit back now, mate, honestly. Well, I try but I've had a long day. But yeah, we, we all have I've always days. got an excuse. We, right? we, That's we, cool. we all have long days. <laughs> we all have long oh, days. Right, Come on go. then, Kyle. Let's have it then. In August of this season, Barnsley had a terrible start to their league campaign, winning only two of their first ten matches. This after a summer of influx of foreign talent. This song was number one at the time. Not 89, that's for sure. He's saying it's 89, it weren't. Yeah. Oh. Kid, kid rock that all summer long. Uh, yeah. Don't give him clue again. So in August of this season, Barnes led a terrible start to their league campaign, winning only two of the first ten league matches. This after a summer influx of foreign talent. You know what, honestly? Not a clue. I like the song though. Can we just skip the title or listen to <laughs> yeah. the song? Um, I, I, You've got to think on, when, on, obviously, when we went a bit foreign with players coming in. You know, but you're telling the Dutchman that. Yeah, but, yeah but no, but no, but see, um, I'll give you. I'll tell you what. Rigtas, Munir and Elamor, those players were coming in. Hugo Collas were coming in. We we spent a million and a half on Ian Hume. So there's a lot of clues, and a lot of foreign players came in that summer. I know it's thinking, man. That was though, Chris. Um, right, we lived in that house. We moved in. It's got nice, complete stab in the dark. I'll, I'll go 2005. Not a clue. Oh, 2008, mate. I'm not far off though. That was when um, <laughs> just after I think David we'd just lost in FA Cup semi final and a lot of foreign talent come in that uh, I think he got sacked and all soon after that. There's not he? many seasons we've started well. That was the problem. No, that was <laughs> under, him, under him definitely. Anyway, second one, mate. Uh, in May of this year, John Parkin made his Barnsley debut as a late substitute against Huddersfield. Number one in the charts was this hit. Patience. Yeah. No. no, it's not. Is it Backstreet Boys? Yes. I never said that. <laughs> you know what the the worst thing is, Kyle? I've been preparing for our evening with John Parkin on Saturday. <laughs> and believe it or not, I've going through his book again. Um, oh, How old is John Parkin? Well, listen, come on. on. <laughs> Let's have it. Come on. Um, hold on. So, he... Can I go for 97? 99. Oh. Just after John Hendrick got sacked. Yeah. Winston Stanley took off, didn't he? He brought yeah. him on as a late sub, I think. Win Stanley I like think we either lost John 1-0 or, or drew one apiece against Rudersfield that day. But this third one, Kyle, for him. I'm doing well. Barnsley started off new season with their own victory against Swindon. Paul Ayers was one of the debutants, while this song was number one. Is this James Blunt? It is James Blunt, you're beautiful. So you got to think on. I've got the same song for him. Have you brilliant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my microphone's gone. Hold on, hold on, people at home, my microphone's gone. Yeah. So just, just so, so you know, we never tell each other what we're doing. No. I've got the same song so for you. So what year was it then? Yeah, well, this is the problem. We should I, know. <laughs> uh, hold on, which, which years have we got for you? Uh, I know, 2005? No, 2006. Andy Ritchie, what, permanent manager? Oh, I'm sure I've got... Have you got wrong year for that, have you? What are you, 2005? Yeah, Sorry, yes, 2005. Do you know? Give me an answer. <laughs> I hope I'm thinking, oh, so he's got, got, a all, point. got it all wrong he's again. Got, he's got a point, so you might as well just do two of mine, because it'll be one, so we've got no, one No, because you want to listen to these songs. Do I? Yeah. Come on, then, let's have these mine. Are, these are rock classics. Let me just turn my volume up before I pass my phone. <laughs> Mr. Walker. <laughs> Can't believe that. It's first that time we've, we've dropped on that the first year each, so yeah. I know. It's I not bad, is Andy it? Andy Richard, they're giving him a contract, aren't they? Somewhere after he... Yeah, so you might as well skip that one, haven't you? That's yeah, what I'm so saying. Is that at number two, yeah. yeah. So we're at one point each. I know what you're saying, yeah. saying now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got me. Right, so 
We had a good run during this month with the following results. A 2-1 home win over Hull, 2-0 home win over Doncaster and a 2-1 away win over Leeds while this were number one. Life is out. <laughs> it's 2011. Yeah, 2011. Vaz Tay and Davis scored mm-hmm. at Leeds. We're yeah. 2 up at half time. And it was and Professor Green featuring yeah. Emily Sunday. Great song. Which yeah. was played at the Davis Olympics. scored the first goal and Vaz Tay scored the second. McCormack scored that free he kick, did. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. alright. So there you go. Just, just talk amongst yourselves, lads. That's alright. <laughs> This is the second one, well, last one. <laughs> in this month, we played in the third round proper of FA Cup. We drew 1 1 with Leicester, eventually going through on penalties. In the next round, we faced West Ham at Oakwell, beating He's them. Gone early 90s here. He's gone early 90s. The <laughs> I've always wanted to tell you, Chris. <laughs> See? I'm going to just have a guess now, it, and it is a guess. I know, I know the match you're talking about. Both these FA Cup matches were in the same month. I know that, and we got robbed. In, we got robbed in one of the games. We ref were a bit dire. I'm going to say they're all dire, <laughs> except for Kyle. What you? I'm going to say. I can't 1993. Correct. Yeah, 1993. Excellent. Clean sweep. <laughs> we'll be back on the I'm, red I'm report come up with after game. this short break. The Reds Report on the Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley.
is for the fans. The Vibe. And we're joined on the Reds Report now by former Reds defender and daydream believer, Aidy Moses. Aidy, cheers for giving us your time, mate. Yeah, no problem. You're very welcome. Uh, Aidy, obviously, the film's out now. Um, it's out on DVD. It's been released and everything. First of all, we want to get to know, what was it like for you sitting in that chair with the lads, the good lads from Graft, Chris and Matty and, and, and Liam, and reminiscing about that and putting it into, into words and onto screen? I really enjoyed it, to be fair, Chris. It was um, obviously a great period of, of club's history and to be a part of that like I were, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of that. Um, you know, for get promoted into Premiership and for me to, you know, play a decent role in that and then Premiership season and what have you, and to bring it all together and, um, you know, I don't think it'll be something they'll be forgotten about anyway, but the fact that they've made a film about it, um, you know, it's nice to go down and, uh, you know, I'll be remembered for years to come and, you know, I'm film quite a bit and to have a, a couple of sentences and, and like I say I guess sit down to an interview with him I, I really enjoyed going through it all I guess I'm going to say a bit of a starring role you were on that film quite a lot and when you look back now it's, you've just said it yourself and we said it on last week's show it's not in the history books it, on film and it's just going to be a, a very good talking point for families moving forward and the generations are going to be able to see what that team achieved it is yeah I mean you know, I know a lot of fans still now that remember it strongly and I still get people coming up to me asking me about that so you know that's always really nice even for you know a, a bit of a, a, a mark it would be like my, um, my boys you know my, my boys weren't around at that time now they're like 11 or 14 yeah. and um, the fact that they can like go in and, and see it now and be part of that that's, that's really good they don't believe that I were actually part of it and um, you know that was my um, you know I played a bit of a starring role in it so that's great for them but they're, they're as fans as well and even like you look at this season uh, being in League One and having decent success and if you think what promotion might be like this season yeah. that'd be great for them so it's been a fun at that time and to go from Championship well no it was you know not into Premiership as it were then yeah. must have been unbelievable for fans to take that in and it's something that you, you know them, them fans will never forget whether they repeat again I don't know I obviously hope it would be um, from, from you know, it'd be great for me, great for the lads, my boys all season ticket holders and go and watch it and, and stuff. But can only imagine what it was like as a fan to be part of that at that time because even this year with it with a bit of success that got me started this year, you know, it'd be great to uh, to go and get another promotion. So uh, so yeah, I've, uh, I'm re- I'm really proud of it and um, like I say it's uh, it's, it's been great just to do it full again and, and for that to go down on a DVD and, and the and the day people that have watched it, you know, the amount of uh, it's got already and how, how well it's been done has been fantastic yeah and it put the town in a good light as well the, the lads that got together and did it Aidy they've done the, they did a sterling job of telling the story but the backstory as well and John Dennis I think towards the end with John a lot of Barnsley fans fell out with John Dennis and fell out of love with him and you watch that film again and it just made you realise what John Dennis was he was Mr Barnsley wasn't he at that time it was yeah wasn't it only chairman I ever had in my time Barnsley I was here you know a long time that's part of a decade I was here um and John Rowe was my chairman. I was going really well with him. Speak to him now. It's been great seeing him again and, and going back and, and you know and, and like I say the the story of that when the tough times before the Premiership season, you know, with the Taylor McPaul and and the miners. I mean, for me, it was quite personal as well because my dad was a miner. I come from Doncaster, but my dad worked at Askham Pit for thirty years, and he was a miner. You know, he was one of them who were on strike and that. We it were tough. It were tough times. So. You know, as much as I'm, I'm not a Barnsley lad, I can certainly relate to that. You know, like I say, there's mining in my family all the way through, and, and, and my dad's just been quite personal to me. Where, you know, where I've seen that, I can certainly relate to that. Um, you know, it, it, it were tough times in, in those days. Um, and for me then to go on to Barnsley and, and see, very, you know, very similar communities and that kind of thing, and then get into the team. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. Like I say, it's, it's been very personal, and, uh, and I think they did it really well, bringing all that together, the tough times. Uh, and it just felt perfectly for me. Like I say, I, I got in at that time when, you know, most successful part of Barnsley's history and, and to go and play in first time ever in top flight. So, so yeah, it just worked really well. And for him to ask me to do an interview and, and certain bits. And even aside from interview, I'm on a lot of clips, you know, a lot of goals. And like I said before, you know, for the lads to see that, watch the film and, oh, there's your dad. And, you know, albeit I went wrong there a lot of times, you know, down the wrong end. Um, fishing ball that went there, that left the goal when we actually went down, things like that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's great to be honest, saying in, in a big part of that history. And I, and I do feel, feel really proud and the fact that all them fans still remember that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I, 
certainly was. And then, obviously, we, we talked to, just before we come on that there was the night at the Lamp Room and then, obviously, the, the night at Civic Foot DVD release. What's it been like seeing lads again? Obviously, Ariane came over and made the effort, didn't he? And Andy Little came because he couldn't make the first night. What's it been like getting back together with the lads and, and looking at the past? Brilliant. I mean, this, I probably would have, you know, without this, there's no way that I would have probably ever seen Ariane again. And, you know, Ari, we wanna, well, we, you know, we played centre-half together, we played a lot of games together for that team, and uh, I've been on record of saying what I thought about Ariano, you know, what a fantastic addition where he, he worked for our team, yeah. uh, ultimate professional, best foreigner, in my opinion, could, could ever sign, it takes some beating to get somebody in better than what Ariano were, but such a lovely guy with it, and 100%er, um, so I'm glad I'd never seen Ariane again, so the fact that Chris and all of them decided to do it, and Liam, and pulled it all together, Matty, um, and the amount of time and effort, I can only imagine the amount of, because I know all my interview were, and obviously that got cut right down. Yeah. So the amount of footage that they must have sifted through, not just on the football side of it, all that minor stuff at the beginning, but a hell of a lot of hard work into it. Um, and that's off to them for that. But to get everybody together like they did, it, you know, it's difficult. You're never going to get Martin Bullock over and lose in New Zealand, and you were very close to coming. Yeah, Clint, yeah. Be, I don't know anybody knows what Clint's up to, if, if they're being totally honest, but to, to get Harry to get Harry on back, um, like I say, I've, I've not seen him. I still speak to the likes in Redders and Nicky yeah. uh, and whatever, but even Andy Little, only texts and, and a couple of conversations with him that I speak to. Um, but, um, you know, Lid's now gone to Portugal. I don't know when I've seen him again, so it's just a great opportunity to meet them lads again and, and see him and have a good catch-up. Um, sure. Darren Barnard, Dar- Darren Barnard all time at Barnsley and that. And, but even your alone, like you say, you're not seeing him every week. I don't see like Nicky every week. So to get you all together at the same place at the same time and do that, and, and that, you know, even that last week, that question and answer at Civic were, were, were great as well. I really enjoyed that. So, uh, so yeah, they've, they've done brilliant. It'd be great if everybody could have met it, but obviously everybody's got their own different lives to leave now and try to pull them all together at the same time. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not far away, so it's, it's not hard for me at all to get down. And, um, and you know, um, I'd like to think that they've uh, appreciated the fact that you've done what you've done for Phil and, and tried to help them, but it's only a little bit compared to all of them what they've done. It's, uh, they've, they've absolutely done amazing. They have. Just one last note on, on the film, but about a personality, really. Yanaga Fiorto very much involved in the film, and... He, how important was he when he came in here? Because he seemed to give Barnsley a more impetus up front, and he, as long alongside Ashley Ward, that was nearly the final piece of the jigsaw that kept Barnsley up, wasn't it? When you look back at it, yeah, he did well. You know, it's um, like I said, the, the way that they did the film and, and brought the little bits together, such as that, and as you know, Ariane were you were a big sign. I said I mentioned about the start of premierships, uh, big uh, start of season, well, foreigners that we signed like Georgie and Chris Arne and Mark Stead of Tinks and all them. Um, and then yeah, they kind of brought it together, and and that, that obviously was quite a big a, a theme that they wanted to play on the fact that Jan come in did well for us, um, and he did. But I got along with Jan. I mean, he, he went on. I did mention a minute ago. You know, I've, I've seen he's big on social media. He's got a good career in media now in abroad and all his gym. Yeah, he is, yeah, Marcus, so, uh, but I see him on that, and, and again, that's only contact and album, you know, a tweet here, a tweet there, any comments, and, and what have you, but, but he's done, done really well, yeah, and yeah, they were, they were a big part for us, but I've, I've got a record before saying now, you know, that team, I think if we'd have had a good start that season, we'd, we'd have could have been all right, but every, every side can say that, I guess, relegated, if puts some maybes, um, but we were very close in end, but certainly those signings, Wardy getting him in, and then, you know, back and they got really well, they, they were really close, yeah, and, uh, Wardy doesn't age, does he? Tell you every time we see him on his wardy. Um, yeah. On to the uh, modern day football. Then obviously you say your lads are season ticket holders. At the weekend, Barnsley went to Accrington and it was six wins in a row. One of those obviously penalties against um, Everton in the Checker Trade Trophy. But six wins in a row, it's something special happening at the minute by the looks of things. And now we've we've been speaking today about Corley Woodrow and Kiefer Moore. That partnership up front looks like it could be the one that could fire Barnsley to glory. Yeah, they're, uh, they're done, they're done really well. I think anybody. 
if you give them the start, you know, start season and said so many games in, we're going to be third in the league, you know, pushing up there, they're the snap chance off really. So, um, so it's, it's certainly nice to be up that end of the league than struggling that other end like we were last year. And yeah. if you know where the goals are coming like they are at the minute and winning games, then then it's, you've got something to look forward to, you know, playing some good stuff, exciting football. I think the manager's done really well. I think he's put together a good squad. He seems to have got some good, um, what's the word? He seems, you know, they've all got good respect for him. He seems to be, you know, good, good kind of manager, really, the type that I'd like, um, you know, compared to the last couple that they've, they've seen to have. But he's got more discipline, working hard. I've seen him at the uh, summit last week, actually, sports and we've seen a really nice guy. So yeah. I'm hopeful that he'll do well for the club and, uh, you know, he just seems to have got the right attitude and, and got the last player for him and working hard. And, and, and I like that, you know, you'd expect that, like with Germans, wouldn't you? With yeah. discipline and stuff like that and quite quite structured. So, so yeah, um, I think I think they've done really well and, and to be up there doing that. The, the strike for them, I must admit, I've not seen Woodrow play yet because I've not been to the last couple, but I've certainly seen enough and more. I've tried to actually Andy Little. Uh, that reunion I was talking uh, to about because he had more at Ipswich let's work fitness coach there and uh, he was saying you know, he kind of done a lot of work with, with Keith he kind of lost his way a little bit down there he yeah. was going out on, on loan to non-league side and let's be the next striker as well and a very good one at that he kind of you know got his head down really working out doing bits with him I think I think Lidz invested quite a lot of time with him personally yeah. and he was one of the first ones he mentioned to us so when I said I go watch games he's asked how's Keith for doing like that doing all right it's obviously target man putting his centre-back so he's got a bit of confidence I seen the goal yesterday I was saying what with that back here a little bit of skill so um, so yeah so that, that was quite interesting how Lids had said that about him but it's a small world football that's the thing you know you tell him that one thing and that's it Lids is living in Portland he's talking about how he's helped Keith Moore out um, you know a couple of years ago when he was down at Ipswich with him so that's uh, it all seems to pull together but Certainly does. Listen, we've got th- we're three days away from the South Yorkshire Derby. Been a Doncaster lad. We can't let you go without asking you for a prediction for the weekend for Barnsley and Doncaster, Eddie. Uh, yeah, well, I think Donny have been. Obviously, they're a good start as well. But uh, you know, I think the uh, they managed to get a win yesterday. But I would. Uh, I can't see anything other than a Barnsley win. Um, hopefully, you know, I hope it's a Barnsley win as well. Living in Doncaster, uh, the lads have to, the lads go to school in Doncaster, so they have to put a lot of different fans as well, and that's the thing. So. Uh, got to definitely for your lads you've got, yeah absolutely we've got enough stickers they don't so but obviously I'm, I'm a Barnsley fan anyway so uh, I can't see anything of it I just think you have momentum going out to say 6-6 six and six is, is fantastic and when you're on a roll like that it's great just to just to keep on it and it's, it's amazing how like you know that breeds confidence it, it just gathers momentum and uh, I would say a 2-1 win and uh, I was going straight to 2-1 win yesterday I'd say a 2-1 win for Barnsley next Saturday um, and three points and keep that run going fingers crossed We'll keep. We'll take that, Eddie. Thanks a lot for your time. Cheers. All the best, mate. Yeah, no problem. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. See you later. This is for the fans. The vibe. Nice to speak to Eddie Moses there. Definitely, he's lumping on a Barnsley win at the weekend. And one thing that he did say, you can take out of that interview, is that it's nice to see that film in DVD now and on the uh, on the big screen because his lads can now actually say, "My dad was there." It's not all um, my dad just talking out of his backside, <laughs> as he, he he so wanted to put it. Kyle Doncaster Rovers at home at the weekend, um, not so good for our visitors in their last five league games. Doncaster not in the best of form. No, uh, one win in the last five league games for them, which is, but that came in the last game, so you know, you never know, they might have that little bit of confidence going into this game, you know, a big South Yorkshire derby hyped up and everything. Uh, and last night, was it last night? They beat Tuesday. Yeah. I was about to ask yeah. you that. Where's the advantage lie? Barnsley have had a few days off. Doncaster played a relatively, you feel sorry for the non league teams because they played so well in that home game and then they get the replay and they got absolutely mullered last night. Where's the advantage lie there? It's, it's, it's six yeah. or one and a half dozen of the other because they played, you know, they're, 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 they're a couple of fringe players will come in, so they'll be chomping at the bit. But you know, I, 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 I don't know because I think it's still ninety minutes. They've had to yeah. work, they've had to play. That, that means they'll probably have a recovery day today before they start preparing for Barnsley. Barnsley's had all week. I think I think it's advantage for us. I really think you don't mm. you don't really want to choose the game when you've got a big Yorkshire derby on the um, on the Saturday. But no, I no, I totally agree with you there, mate. Um, who we're watching out for Saturday. Kyle has Doncaster come to obviously because I said in the intro didn't I Barnsley have propelled themselves now right into that automatic promotion mix game in hand you know that is it three points off the top of the table and I think we're level with Sunderland aren't we Sunderland are second still 
points off Sunderland. Yeah, two points off Sunderland, not far off the top as well. So we're, we're riding that mix. Both got a game in hand. Both got, got a game in hand as well. So we're third in the league. We'll be looking at looking at getting at Doncaster. But who's the danger man that the fans should be looking out for? Uh, well, no doubt John Marquis can score goals. He's he's into double figures in all competitions. But no he's, surprise there. Yeah, but he's just he's not um, up to it with assists. He's got no assists at all. So he's one of them players that he'll get you a goal, but he's not going to create goals. Uh, Herbie Kane on loan from Liverpool we've seen him in FA Cup and he scored a right cracker against Charlie away to take it to a replay um, Alfie May he's got five goals but again no assists so it just looks like the the two front men are good at finishing but don't create a lot of chances on that then quick score prediction from yourself Kyle for the weekend uh, I'm going to go 2-0 2-0 Barnsley I'm going to go 2-0 Kyle will give you the last word on that mate Two nil, so it's a clean, it's a clean sweep. It's two nil, and if you're going to the Doncaster game on Saturday, get yourselves home, get yourselves changed, or get straight round the town. John Parkins coming to town. Opium Indy Bar, Barnsley. We're going to be there on Saturday. We're going to do a night with John Parkins. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Warts and all, and tickets are going to be on sale soon for our evening, which is January. It's a while away, but it's a good Christmas present, Carlo. So folk can get it, hold it of is, them. I don't you think it's I mean? seven quid. That's yeah. like a secret Santa. Um, secret Santa you could, it could you could even raffle them off at work. You know, if you know stuff like that. You know, people yeah. can do anything with them. They're on sale. Seven quid. Manx, Manx Eastine, Eastine, and Opium. Me and thee. We, we will have them with them uh, with us on on Saturday. And just a, just a really quick one. I don't want to because I know we time regarding the Liam Jones legacy um, in the news again this week 13 or 14 year old girl ending a life yeah um, I mean it's just terrific isn't it and I, I don't want to go like all emotional but it's for such a good cause John Parkin we've had him on the show yeah we probably have, one yeah. of the nicest blog you meet and if, 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 if you fancy an evening with a beer and a really really good laugh and some cracking stories £10 a ticket, support the Liam Jones legacy at Opium. Tickets will still be available on the door, half seven kickoff. Might be a little bit later because he's playing away at Kidderminster, he is, but he will picked, be there. If he's picked, he said, in the uh, in the old DMs yes. at the weekend. But we'll finish by saying you'll you'll have enjoyed a 2-0 win for Barnsley. And me and the wife are going out and we're not going to be parents Saturday evening, so that's going to be Ooh, nice. Watch out, so we'll enjoy that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch us on the podcast. We'll catch you next week. Join us Saturday at the Opium Indie Bar. John Parkins coming to town. The Reds Report on stage for the Liam Jones Legacy. It's a good cause. Get yourselves down and have a good time with all of us at the Opium Indy Bar Barnsley. The Reds Report on the Vibe. This Sponsored is the Vibe. Opium playing this. here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot in your sights and lag. You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.